0: Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Deliberate Zoomer podcast. I'm your host, Katya Borger.
1: And I'm your co-host, Silas Maynard. We'd like to thank Discover Praxis for sponsoring and making this show possible. And we really hope you enjoy today's episode of the Deliberate Zoomer podcast.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Deliberate Zoomer. I am your host, Katya Borger.
1: And I'm your co-host, mm-hmm. Silas Maynard.
0: Going into our topic today, and it's actually something that I've been thinking a lot about lately, we have trade-offs. Now, Silas, how would you describe a trade-off?
1: So trade-offs is a topic that I've especially been thinking about a lot lately as I've been getting you know a few years into my career. I would say the way I define it would be specifically when there's instances where you have to make a decision or you 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 might feel like you want two things or even sometimes several things, uh, but it's important to, you have to make a decision to really focus on one of them because if you try to focus on all of them, you will likely drop most of them. So you end up coming back to one anyway. So that's what I was just as a trade-off, right? A situation, or kind of career path or whatnot, where there's maybe a, diver, a divergent in the road or maybe even several options. And it's up to you to decide, what do I actually want?
0: I absolutely agree with that. And as somebody who is early in their career, as opposed to being you know really set in the career, I feel that same way, but in a different sort of context. Like there's so much that I want, starting out of my career, but I have to realize like what it is that I need and where I need to focus my energy and where the trade-offs need to be made.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the hard part is, you know, earlier in your, in our careers, we, especially when you start to get hungry for things and you start moving, there happens to, it often happens to be like this idea and this kind of awakening, like, Oh my goodness, the world is my oyster. Like I can do anything I want, what will I do, right? And I think that that we kind of talked about this last week with like being in the middle of the ocean, you, do, you just don't know what or where to go. There's so, too many options. Like I definitely felt that uh, at one point in my career. And I think that the way to handle it is to, again, to realize that something, you just do something, right? If you don't know what to do at the beginning, you gotta pick one thing, but once you get it in, get in some direction, you're gonna have to realize that you need to set aside um, you need to set aside some time to focus on at least one of those options. Because if you do everything a little bit, you're probably not going to get very far in any of those regards. You know, you need to really have a solid effort, especially getting started in your career to kind of lay a foundation.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with everything you're saying. And I think it's important to really lay a foundation there, especially early in your career, as you were saying. and. Something that I feel like I run into a lot lately is when I am experiencing these trade-offs, I feel a sense of giving up on my dreams. Whereas trading off is, for lack of a better term, it's almost like sacrificing one thing now for something farther out. Something that I'm struggling with, and or I shouldn't say struggling, something that I'm dealing with right now is... I want to travel a lot, but I also want to buy my first investment property this summer. So it's a trade-off between, you know, instant gratification of being able to travel, buying those plane tickets or of saving my money and purchasing the property. So in the future, I'm making more and I can travel more.
1: Yeah. I think that's a great example. I think, um, I mean, really trade-offs come in every, they're, they're, everything has pros and cons, right? There is gonna be a trade-off in all areas of life, personal, career, and, and like health and everything. And it's really important, I think, just to get into the mindset to recognize that because once you do that and you realize, hey, I, I can't necessarily have everything, um, it really will help you to have more calm, right? So for me, at the times when I have, you know, options kind of presenting themselves to me in life, um, or, you know, <clears throat> different career trajectories, possibly, for example, within my company, there's some options there. It's the times I'm most stressed out are when I forget that I need to pick one, right. I can only have one of those things. And when I realize that, then I can start to grow. Right. So it's like you, like you mentioned with investing, right. You need to take those trips, enjoy that, get the, some pictures for the Instagram, uh, which you don't have. Um, or you know save that money for property, right? I think the same thing is true of the decisions we make in our career. Sometimes, right? Um, sometimes you might spend extra time working on your career, and as a result, maybe your your health will suffer, or you're not spending as much time exercising, right? All these areas are areas that you need to be conscious of, and and kind of decide where where you will where you will head, because you need to make concerted effort in one direction at least Uh, you can't have everything so I think then um getting that foundation again is is important one thing I don't know if you've struggled with this or not this has been for me is as I've learned more about the way the world works the understanding kind of uh you know Politics and the rise and fall of governments and the monetary system, like all of these things that just fascinate me about the way the world has unfolded historically. I've really started to get to a point where I'm just like, I want to know everything, right? I want to just spend all day reading about history books, understanding everything. And obviously, I have a job to do, right? So I can't do that. Um, And that for me is like that hunger sometimes it's in career, sometimes it's like, oh, I wanna rule the world. Sometimes it's I wanna learn how the world was ruled or failed to be ruled. And I just have to realize like, hey, there's a time and a place and I gotta make, I gotta make time for this. And if if I make time for this, I'm not gonna have time for that. And um, that's been really hard for me to deal with, but I think that uh, the more I recognize it, I start to accept it. So uh, that's something I struggle with. Do you have any other kind of uh, thoughts on on that topic?
0: I definitely have thoughts on that topic. Yes. Um, So I feel that too, but in a sense where I want to see everything. I want to travel everywhere. You know, you couldn't put a trip in front of me that I wouldn't accept. And I feel like actually a book that's really helped me to figure out, I guess, the vital fuel from the trivial many. Some people might already know what book I'm going to say already, but um, Essentialism by Greg McGowan. And in that book, it really, it tells you how to say no and how to separate the vital few from the trivial many. And that definitely has played a massive role in my life with deciding what was important now instead of what is going to give me instant gratification now. This show was sponsored by Discover Praxis. Are you looking to break the mold and take control of your future? Discover Praxis offers a career launching program tailored to your goals. Through Praxis, you are able to skip college and fast track your way to an awesome career and financial freedom. Ninety three percent of participants graduate with a full time job paying fifty thousand dollars and more. To learn more about Praxis, visit discoverpraxis.com forward slash modern wisdom.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that that's a that book is super interesting. That was a very hard book for me to read. Like I read it, took it to heart and said, okay, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll try. Um, But this idea of saying no to people, I I would caution people, by the way, early in your career, certain things you don't want to say no to, right? If you get requested to have an interview or somebody wants to talk to you about an opportunity, you should always say yes to those things early in your career, because that conversation can be very life-changing, right? You, You don't know what that could hold. And there's so many things you don't know, but there's going to be things that you're asked to do right going to a party or what it might whatever it might be and learning to say no in order to go towards the things that you really want can really be fulfilling for you so be aware of that uh, this also makes me think of the obviously just the idea generally that there's so much information nowadays that our brains like the primary function of our brains has always been to essentially filter information right because we can't you know we can't consciously be aware of the, the millions of things that, that would register every day. So I think that this idea of getting a focus and being able to say like, hey, put a like a put an asterisk there, right? If there's a topic that's super interesting, put an asterisk and say like, hey, listen, if somebody brings something to me on this topic, like I'll review it, but I'm gonna check it, check into it at the end of the week. I'm not gonna like deviate from what I'm doing during the during the day to get into it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check into it later. Um, but again, I think that filtering of what's happening, there's a book called, um, people might really, really enjoy this. It's called, that's um, by Jim Quick, called, I believe it's Limitless. Um, and he talks, he's a brain coach essentially. And he talks about lots of different brain exercises and helping to helping people to remember things uh, in this digital age. But uh, that's where I got that, that idea from. But um, the other thing I want to mention is, did you, did you have comments on that?
0: Um, no, you summed it up pretty well
1: um the other thing I wanted to mention is I think this idea it feels very negative when you have to say no to something right obviously no the word itself is negative but I think it needs to be reframed in a way that everything that you want to do everything that you have on your plate the things you volunteered for or whatnot those are all I always say it's like you're spinning many plates in the air and you can either consciously decide to set those plates down and pick them up later on. You know, maybe like, maybe we can say that each plate is like a work of progress, right? If you let it fall and break, you are losing your progress. But if you decide, okay, you know what? I'm really focused on this plate right here because I think it's, it's almost finished. It's great. Like this is going to be a very valuable thing for me. You can focus on it by putting down the other ones and really focus, right? But don't let them fall and break, right? I think it's important to make those decisions consciously. I've had many times where I've started things, people, and like I've been like, hey, this is what I'm planning to do, right? And then maybe two, three months into it, I have to put it down. And I know that some people criticize me for it saying, oh, yep, we knew that all along, he's gonna quit. Some people might be thinking, oh yeah, like everybody's gonna you know hate on me or whatnot. But the thing is, they don't know what you specifically are looking to do, and they don't know what you're going to be focusing your effort on. So do not be looking at saying no to things in a negative light. Look at it as, hey, I'm putting this down in order to really give my focus to something more important or more vital in my life right now, right?
0: I I love that analogy, and I think that it really embodies the definition of trade-offs and the fact that you're not giving up and you're not you're not shattering those plates i think that was a very good analogy to sum it all up i guess
1: yeah thanks appreciate it i, I one one last thing i think worth mentioning is the this 80 20 rule i mean you you look at there's a lot of distribution of of power and wealth that right 80 percent of the the wealth is owned by 20 percent of the people right and or of the work you put in results in 80% of, or creates 80% of the results, right? Imagine if you have all of this stuff in your day that you do that like many different tasks, but really a a core amount of those things actually produces like in let's say an example of in a sales role, 20% of those efforts are gonna produce the majority of your, your, your results, your sales. And imagine if you can start to really focus more on that 20% and kind of cut out all the rest of the jargon, the things that just don't need to be there, then you can continually increase your, your revenue. That's like a very tangible example, but there's so many situations where this is going to be applicable.
0: I love that. Is that, that's another Greg McGowan reference, isn't it? i again. mean
1: the 80 20 rule is in everything um i think mm. he does talk about it there um but the 80 20 rule is everywhere I've, I've heard about it a lot in many different books referenced but um yeah, So i think i think that's pretty much everything for for today's episode are, are there any things you wanted to close off with
0: no i think that's about it i think we summed up everything pretty well
1: yeah. I think, I think again, just generally don't view the trade-offs as a negative. Make sure you recognize the fact that you have to make a trade-off because not making the decision and dragging it along is not helping, right? By saying no, or giving yourself another time to do something, you're cleaning space in your, in your conscious to really focus on the things that matter. So I and think that's that it. way
0: you put yourself in a control power. You put yourself as the person holding the reins instead of, you know, just letting fate kind of take over and, you know, put you wherever you end up, I guess.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's like, I think that's actually really important that you mentioned that. Um, obviously the whole idea behind this podcast, the deliberate zoomer, right? Like the whole goal is to live your life consciously and deliberately. Um, many people would just float through life and the whole goal of this podcast is to help people to really like take charge of those, those moments that typically would be just you know, chance or fate. So, so yeah, with that, everybody, thanks so much for listening and um, we'll see you. We'll see you guys next time on the deliberate zoomer.
0: Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed.
1: Please do like subscribe, tap the bell for notifications. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we really appreciate that review and that rating
0: and we'll see you next time on the deliberate zoomer podcast.